The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. CSPN and the WrestleCast present to you Cast of Strong Style with your hosts JPK Moto and Don DeLorente. Hello and welcome to episode four of Cast of Strong Style. I'm your host Don DeLorente. And I'm joined always on my co-host, Hello. The gen- Hello, I'm the genius. We missed you guys. How are you, Don? I'm very good, Macho. I'm very good. Thank you for asking. We're going to have to get you the proper circumstance for your intros when we come on this show. Hmm, I think that'd be a good idea. I think that's great. Being very smart today, Don. The genius needs our team music. <laughs> Uh, we'd like to let you know that Cast a Strong Style is brought to you by the WrestleCast. You can find us at www.pspn.us. You can also find us at thewrestlecast.tumblr.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play, um, SoundCloud, and any device that you can add an app to a cool to listen or download, subscribe, or podcast. So, Mojo, we're going to get right into it. Um, we're going to have some. Injury update news first, as we've got new injury on the horizon as Azuka from um, Suzuki Gun is going to miss wrestling Ben Taku because he's suffering from a fractured ankle. Mm. I know the children are happy that he's not going to be terrorizable. Well, yeah, I mean, all parents and children should be relieved. You know, he's not going to be eating anyone. But um, from a wrestling standpoint, he was just fun to watch as he terrorized everyone. Um, so we wish him well here. Right, right. Um, Hamman has uh, is moving around. He's up and about, and uh, even though it probably wouldn't be the most advisable thing, he's trying to return to the ring by the fall winter time. Uh, um, I don't think that's a good idea at all. I mean, he nearly got paralyzed for life. Um, he should really take his time. And I just I, we wish him the best, but you know, take your time returning to the ring. Right. And our final bit of uh, injury news update is that um, our man Shibata um, still not looking good. Um, he's still hospitalized as of last weekend when I looked up some things on the internet. Um, he's going to have, if he had a surgery today to, um, you know, take out a piece of the skull to kind of relieve some of the swelling on his brain. Um, he still says that he doesn't have full function of his right side, so um, things aren't looking very good for his general health, let alone returning to New Japan. So he always really say he went out and he had a classic. Not, not too many wrestlers can say that, but it's unfortunate. No, not at all. I mean, I mean, it's it's a very sad situation. He always brought his number one into the ring, and he always would say that he wanted to bring his 100% effort into the ring because it could be his last match. And it really just saddens me to hear about this. I hope he he gets well. The good news is um, he is not trying to push himself so hard. He wants to return to the ring, but he's going to take his time in going back so he has a full recovery. Right, right. So we definitely um, send out our best wishes to all the guys in Japan right now who are suffering through injuries. And uh, with the best of Super Juniors and Team 1, 
upcoming. I'm pretty sure that that list will get longer uh, through the spring and summer. So, like the title says, this is Gas the Strong Style. That's right. It's just belly of the beast, unfortunately. Right. All right, so we're going to get into some matches that led that are going to lead up to the big event, Wrestling Dunkaku, that's going to take place on May the 3rd. So, um, back on April 27th, we had Rocky Romero and Trevor Beretta, Mother's favorite. Rapongi Nice! Versus Taichi and Kanemaru for the IWGP Junior Tag Team titles. Rapongi Nice at the Strong Zero with Kanemaru, and they become the new Junior Tag Team champion. Um, as always, uh, Rapongi Nice during a lot of action, a lot of, uh, as their group says, chaos with their matches. A little bit of comedy, Rocky Romero, a whole lot of seriousness. And some great near falls and tag team combinations in a Beretta. Um, highly enjoyed the match, even with the Taiji cheating and the, oh, you know what I'm talking about? The entrance. The what? Taiji's entrance. The singing. The pizza. Um, 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 uh, a long preview and then him busting out and then the singing. Oh. It's, it's just, <laughs> I, I, I cannot. Uh, Say any more about Taichi? It's just, it's just over the top ridiculousness. It's too much. Um, I always like seeing his girlfriend Mihoabe. She's just a great valet. I mean, she just comes out, wants to charm everyone. She's harassing everybody with her scarf. She even tried to seduce the ref, who was not having it. It's 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 nice to see her. But with Taichi, with the lip syncing and the mask and the hammer, and this is again too much. She's just bad gimmick. All over. Fair away pants in the middle of the match. Too much. It's just too much. And I thought the same thing with the match. It was a lot of distractions that Rapongi Vice had to deal with. They had a lot of uh, great spots themselves being physical, but there was so much interference with Desperado coming in. Uh, Miho. The thing about it is that they overcame all the antics, all the interference. It was well paced. Great match. And at the end, Rocky Romero called out the Young Bucks. Um, because they're claiming they're the best tag team in the world, not the Young Bucks. So we'll see what happens with that. Oh, it'll be another classic. And, uh, yeah, it's about time for the Young Bucks to come back. I'm sorry, like I said, um, when we first started this show, we started to have Young Bucks withdraw because they haven't been over in, like, four or five months. So, yeah, I'm ready to see them get back into the main. Oh, that's right. Sorry, before you go on, I just have have to say that um, Taichi was so mad that he actually t- threw a table in the ring. But that's too bad. So sad. Rapongi Nice are the champions now. <laughs> so we had Chaos versus the Bullet Club. As we had Yoshihashi in his lovely hair versus with Ishii and Okada versus Yujiro, Kenny Omega, and that love Follett. First, Follett is um, I I thought the match was pretty good. Um, there was a spot though that um, Ishii like did a power bomb and Kenny fell on his head. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my! I thought he got a concussion from that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it didn't look good. He did have the glazed eyes for a second. Um, yeah, it was it was pretty bad. When Fale, he turns after he wipes out Okada, he turns his attention back to Yoshihashi. Then he gives Yoshihashi the tombstone power driver and both picks up the win. Then after the match, you get a post match both the beat down. Uh, but the school was he, he was going for the bad luck call, and then he like changed his mind and gave him the tombstone just to be like take that and got it. I like that as well with um, bad luck fellet. Um, we all know I'm not a big fan of him, but I thought that was a good good move. Like you know, don't expect what you would expect from me. Kind of you know taking him off guard. Um, I like the fact that Bullet Club are 
they're healing it up a lot more with the beatdown of Chaos. It just seems that people thought they were getting a bit soft since they were losing all the time. So it, it's good to, you know, to see more heal antics from them. Even though I don't like seeing Okada being beat down. Or Yoshihashi's wig beat, beat down as well. Ichi and Omega, again, great into actions whenever they are in the ring with each other. Can't wait to see what they give uh, uh, at when they have just all the time they're going to need to put, produce a great match. So our main event on that card was Minoru Suzuki versus the Goto for the Never Overweight Battle Match. I have a question. Yes. For how evil and, and devious the Suzuki gun is, that Minoru Suzuki song gets the crowd cheering when he gets to that one part, the like chorus part, the beginning of the chorus part. Oh, the Kaze ni nare, that one. Yeah, that part. Do you know what that means? No. <laughs> yeah, it makes everybody cheer and, and sing it. So, I mean, there's something to it. I mean, you know, it's 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 a catchy song, and and it's it's good. I think it's called "Become the Wind." Yeah, and it uh, it's for such an evil man too. You know, it's such a like oxymoron. Um, I think it's because he's established. And um, even though he's, you know, it's a heel faction, like LIJ, they're kind of beloved low-key, but the, the audience doesn't want to admit it to themselves that, you know, they like the presence of Suzuki Gun. Yeah, I feel you. Um, Desperado interferes to his gun with the chair shot. Then Suzuki follows up with repeated strikes and the sleeper hole. The gun fades away so that he gives Goto the gosh power driver and he gets a one, two, three, and Suzuki is our new never overweight champion. Wow. Um, this was heart-striking, as I thought it would be. Um, I did not like the interference from Suzuki Gun when um, Desperado hit Goto, um, Goto in the face with the water bottle. I don't think a match of this caliber of interference. Goto is powerful as it is. Minoru is very powerful. You don't need the interference. Um, but I did like how they went head-to-head a lot of the times demon and the samurai and suzuki would just laugh and yell after goto's stiff shots and he just kept laughing and i mean that was a sign to me that this was probably not going to go goto's way and i was right about that mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i think the thing with the interference was like a couple of weeks ago when they interfered once and they got away with it and then they tried it again and then the funny body came down i think it was during that uh that they were junior match i think it might have been oh that's um, true and I think that kind of works better, especially if you're gonna if it's got to be a part of the setup. You know, either they go for it the first time and it doesn't work. You know, kind of give it a little bit of variation because the uh, unfortunately the Suzuki gun matches are kind of getting a little formulaic here the past month or so. Yes, it's been interference this, interference that, and I, I get it. You're a heel faction, but how do you prove your power when things are won with interference in the match all the time? Yeah, yeah, you can just, they just need to nasty it up a little bit more. Maybe get an entry angle on somebody. That would be good. I think that would be great, and it would give somebody them a lot of time for breaks, too, that they need. Right, right. All right, so we're going to move on to the April 29th card, where we had another chaos versus Bullet Club match. This time we had Okada Yano versus Bad Luck Ballet, Kenny Omega and Chase Owens. Okada gives Chase Owens a tombstone power job, followed by the Rainmaker, gets the win. So they finally got a win over the Bullet Club. Uh, actually, a couple of minutes before this, they had lost to the Bullet Club a couple of times, too. So this was like, I think, out of five matches or four matches, this was their first win. 
that being chaos leading into the Taku show. So that looked probably in his teammates was really strong into this match. And chaos was sort of a week. Um yeah, I, I agree. I think they needed this win. Um, Bad Luck Fale has had the upper hand these past couple of matches. So it was good to see Okada win and get it. And, um, of course, Yano with his comedic timing, as usual, was nice to see. But um, it, it really hyped the match for Wrestling Dontaku. I'm glad that Okada got the, got the win here. All right. Next up, Caden Ricochet. Challenges for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title against Ticking Time Bomb Takahashi. Um, yes, this match did everything that we thought it would be, that we would dream it would be. Um, I mean, Ricochet just comes up to get the quick early win, like he's really going for the title. Like he's not trying, he's trying to overwhelm Takahashi, but eventually Takahashi kind of gets his bearings, and then, you know, we start to have our match, and then they pull it down a little bit, do a mat right or stuff. Uh, and Ricochet misses the 6.30 and Takahashi hits a destroyer for a near fall. Takahashi then gives Ricochet the Death Valley driver into the corner, followed by the Heimbaum, and he gets the pin to retain the title. Absolutely ridiculous match. Absolutely ridiculous. This is exactly what we thought it would be. I'm so happy for both wrestlers. Um, the strong offense from Ricochet with the top rope moves and the sunset flip bombs, it's just, it was just crazy. I was just, it was just like overdrive. And yes, they slowed it down for a bit, but the power was still there. The high flying was still there. The craziness was still there. Um, I mean, with that destroyer and that corner DVD and that time bomb, that was just a great sequence. Um, Takahashi is really one of, getting up there in terms of one of the better, almost best wrestlers in the world right now, dare I say. And we all know I love him, but I really think he's really hitting his stride here. And I'm glad he retained against Ricochet. I want Ricochet to challenge again, but I'm really happy he has this this title right. come in in a long time, since Kushida, I will say. And what was also cool was that, like, Ricochet had counters for all the big um, he does on the outside, so, like, we didn't see the power bomb because he had the counters. We didn't see the, like, seated senton thing that he does. Because mm-hmm. Ricochet had a counter, so I thought I was like a really good They're a good match for each other. Yeah, so fantastic, fantastic. Next up, we have the ace, Tanahashi versus Evil. So STM, he gives Evil a hit toss and then pulls it up with the high cross body. Tanahashi then goes back up to the top, hits the half off low, and gets the win. So I guess it's kind of like settles their score. What do you think? I think this really, um, yeah, closes the book, the chapter on this for Tanahashi and Evil. I think both wrestlers should move on. It was it was an alright match. Um, was eh. I mean, it is what it is with New Japan. It's kind of par for the course. Um, I like the two high-fly flows to steal the deal with Evil. Um, solid match, but um, again, this should be over for both of them. My question for you is, where, where do both men go from here? What do you do with both of them? Well, the fact that foreshadow for for a second, one of our them will have something to do later on. The other one, well, evil. I'll say, I'll say, I'll say, evil. What, what do you do with evil now? Mm, I don't know. Um, I know that the best of the super teams is coming up, and so he may be free up to uh, ricochet to get those titles back. So that may be his position here for a little bit. So ricochet can maybe do some good things in the best of the super teams because I don't know. I doubt he can be in the number of openweight six-man title picture and also the best of the Super Juniors. I don't think those 
No, that would be too much. Right. So that may be evil's position. But we've got one more man to talk about, and then we'll kind of get into the The main event, I, I've never thought I would be saying <laughs> the artist formerly known as T.J. Parker <laughs> versus our favorite, Naito, for the IWGP Intercontinental title. Um, I love the way this match started. I love the way how Naito was using kind of Juice's heightness and his anxiousness and his eagerness because, you know, of course, title match, main event, you know he's got nerves and all that kind of working against him. And Naito was just working really slow and like, you know, he was going for the lockup and then Naito would duck it and go against the ropes and stall. And, you know, so then that kind of happened twice. And then when Naito was ready, Juice Robinson decided he wanted to duck it. Okay, fine. And then, you know, he kind of, Naito paused a little bit longer and he just made Juice Robinson more and more eager so that he would, you know, maybe make it. Did. So I love the start. Um, after kicking out of the Destinino, Juice manages to roll up Naito for an airfall. Juice then follows that up with a big left hand. Juice goes for the full picture, but Naito counters into the Destino, and I, uh, excuse me, Naito retains the title. After the match, Hanahashi challenges Naito for the IC title. Um, this match was great, 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 great stuff. CJ Parker, the artist formerly known as CJ Parker, Juice Robinson, has come such a long way. And it definitely was the biggest match of his career. And he knew everything was on the line, win or lose. And he went toe-to-toe with Naito, who already has this prestige behind him. And he did the job, did it well, made it seem that he could be on even ground with Naito. It would have been absolutely easy for Naito to steal the show and kind of make people think that Juice probably should be lower on the card because some people were wondering about that. But Juice Robinson and his performance in terms of how he sold, how his offense was, and the storytelling that happened made it seem like he really belongs at least in the upper mid card of New Japan. And I'm absolutely proud of Juice Robinson. I love this match. Naito really worked on his leg. And and Juice would just still keep going. It was like a little engine that could. Unfortunately, he couldn't win. But this was a great match. In terms of after with Tanahashi, I'm not I'm not sure how this is gonna go. I mean, this is another thing. I want I want Naito to, to beat Tanahashi perfectly honest, but um, we'll see what happens with that. But overall, fantastic match between these two. Did you see the video package before the match? Yes. Yes, I did. And it just talked about how um, how it was so important to Juice Robinson, his, his, his journeys about being a young lion and getting to be where he is. He's truly grateful, and, and it just added to the match as well. How did you like it? Oh, yeah, I loved it. I, you know, that's the first time I really got a chance to see any of his personality. Um, just, you know, to hear him in a long form. Um, those New Japan uh, videos are doing really well um, before the matches. So, yeah, it, it, yeah, maybe definitely root for him a little bit more going into the match. And, uh, yeah, like you said, they executed it well. I love the, the spot where he, you know, introduced me right to his leg in the guardrail and slammed it on it. Yeah, that was new. That looks so painful. Yeah, I hadn't seen that done in, in, in any matches, so that was really cool. It was kind of a new thing. And like you said, Juice was selling and trying to come back and, and fighting on that knee, and uh, 
they really made the Pulp Friction seem like a big deal because he was going for it and Naito kept countering it. So, you know, he was very aware of the damage he could do. So, all in all, like you said, I agree with you, man. Uh, just very proud of Juice and, and Naito definitely um, was very fair with him. He, he could have, like you said, he could have called the match was, you know, 75, 25, but he definitely was more 50 50 with him. So, um, good man, man. Like I, I love the match as well. So I want to remind everybody that you are listening to Cast the Songs Now presented by the WrestleCast. You can find us at www.cspn.us or wrestlecast.tumblr.com and also on SoundCloud, Google, iTunes, and wherever else podcasts can be downloaded, listened to, and subscribed. So now we're going to get into the preview of Wrestling Duntaku. Uh, this is one of the bigger shows in New Japan. It's always uh, a marquee event leading into the spring and summer uh, tournaments, which are a big part of New Japan once we start getting into the warmer months. So, we're going to get right into it, as we're going to have our undercard be Awato and Yoshikatsu, who is back on the scene. Not doing much for me in terms of uh, wrestling, but hey, I mean, you know, two, three years ago, he almost died in the ring, so, you know, I suspect I should have more shit to doing that. Versus the KOB and Oka. You about, you almost said it. You almost said it. Kitsumira. It just, go ahead, you could say it. it's the King of Beef. Yeah, that guy. The King The King of Beef. And, and Oka. Um, I was watching, <sighs> I was watching, I guess that would be the car from the 29th, and I was watching another tournament, and I get there in the opening match, and yeah, I, it just, your genius just rubbed off on me, and was like, yeah, you know, this dude is going to be like a really big deal, and he hit like a lumberjack, and he looked good, and he that range definitely well thought out. I, I told you. Thank you so much for acknowledging my genius. And yes, Kitamura is the king of beef. Um, for this match, um, Yoshitatsu, um, I, I wish, from what I've seen since his return, um, uh, he really didn't learn anything in his excursion. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if I almost even care at this point. Um, for this match, um, Kawato and Yoshitatsu are basically... It's like David versus Goliath. Um, and I, I hope Goliath, the king of beef, reigns. But I do think that um, Harai is going to give him a little run for his money since he's the underdog who keeps going and going and going. Oh, yeah. I, I definitely see my man Kawato just running in there and just in the KOB and just going straight home like before the match even officially starts he's got heart I like that dude I do too he's like a little you know young whippersnapper who just doesn't know what's good for him but right. um you, you want to see him prevail he's scrappy dude <laughs> that is correct that is his new name scrappy do <laughs> alright so next we're going to have Chase Owen and usually Will Club versus Will Ospreay and Yoshi Hashi and his wig and his wig and his wig Thank you. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. Well, Osprey's been on a roll here lately, so I don't see why that was stopped. Will Osprey, Um, I'm going to call it right now. Will Osprey's going to get the pin on Budget Sami Zayn's, a.k.a. Chase Owens. Ujiro um, is going to be Ujiro. Um, How many girls do you think? Three? This is a big show. Oh, it is a big show. Um, I'll say two. Two? Okay. You think um, the bunny is going to be there? Oh, Peter? Yeah, she's, she's definitely going to be there. Okay. Um, I don't know who else, but I think Peter should be there. But Will Ospreay will, will, will just going to um, showcase his talents. I'm going to say um, I'm, I'm glad that he's getting these wins. 
Um, and I think he'll pick up another one because the best of the Super Junior Tournament is coming up. So I, I don't see any change to that with this match. All right. Next up, Jushin Thunderlager, Nakanishi, Nagata versus Tiger Mask. Tiger Mask double. And Makabe. First of all, it's like third time in the row. I'm going to tell you, it's Tiger! It's Tiger! Yeah, I, I forgot to just let you do your introduction. So it's Daddy Tiger and Son. Tiger Son. Yeah. I'm Tiger excited. Mask and Tiger Double. I'm going to let that slide. Well, Go number, on. Number two. But, oh, okay, anyway. Um, I, mm, let's see here. You got to have Tiger Mask that you win. So I'll go with their team. Tiger Mask, Tiger Mask Double, and Makabe. Um, I'm going to agree just because it's um, Tiger Daddy and Tiger Son. And last time they had a match together, um, Tiger Daddy ate the pin, and it was not nice. And I just want them to prevail. Um, I want I want them to win. I hope they win. I think it'll be a good, fun match. Everyone loves seeing the the Tigers together, and I, I want to see more of Tiger Mask W. Okay. So, Japan dads are always good together when they're on the same team. Yeah, there was there was bring it out. All right. So we got Chaos versus Suzuki Gun, as you have Beretta. Goten, Jada, and Rocky Romero, and Yano versus Esperado, Honoro Suzuki, Taichi, Takuma Kanochu, and Kenamaru. Who do you have for this one? It's um, a tough one. Because I like my man Desperado, and I like when he wrestles and doesn't just interfere in the matches, I'm going to go with Suzuki Gun on this one. Um, I am going to disagree, and I'm going to go with Rapongi Nice. For this, I think that Rocky Romero and Taichi. That's my prediction. Bold prediction. Man, if you're planning like who's on big tens and I'm I'm just saying. And if Suzuki Gun wins, it'll be Minoru Suzuki pinning like Jado or something like that. That's why I'm going with Rocky Romero pinning Taichi. Alright. Next up, the newest member of ROH, Cody. As we can call him in Japan, though, Cody Rhodes versus David Finley. I think we both know who's going to win this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's going to be Cody, of course. I'm not I'm not going to say. I mean, David Finley, come on now. I do have to say, David Finley should thank Chase Owens for now eating pins with him. So now he has a a jobber buddy in New Japan. Shake his hand sometime. Um, but David Finley will eat the pin for this one. Cody's just going to look good. I want more from from uh, Cody in New Japan, but I know it's hard with him because he's like a free agent. Well, not anymore. He's signed with ROH, so he'll be a like officially of, done. Yeah, officially, officially, officially. So he'll be a part of the best of both worlds and, and uh, uh, the New Japan Rising shows and all the kind of cross promotions that they do. Ooh, ooh. Next up, Juice Robinson and Kushida versus. Ticking time bomb! And Naito. I'm going to go with uh, L.I.J. here. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, of course, this is probably just going to be to build uh, another feud. I think this is going to be more so for Kushida against Takahashi. More so than, than Juice, because Naito has um, Tanahashi to deal with. So I think Kushida might come out and have a lot of offense against Takahashi. I think they're going to be the story of this match. Um, I'm still going to go with Lij on this, but I think Kushida is going to give Takashi a run for his money, basically saying, "Don't, don't forget about me." Even though you kind of squashed me, you know, I, w- I wasn't considered one of the best juniors ever for no reason. Right. 
Next up, we're going to have Bushi, Evil, and Sonata versus Taguchi, Tanahashi, and Ricochet for the Never Six Man titles. Like I said earlier, I think we're going to go with LIV again because we've got a whole bunch of stuff going on here with Tanahashi and Ricochet and some other programs that just don't make these belts seem like they would be a big enough deal for them to hold on to in this particular. This I mean, I can't disagree with you. I, I really can't disagree with you. I mean, there's too much going on with Ricochet and Tanahashi, as you said. Um, it gives um, these guys from LIJ something to do. There's other people that they can, you know, challenge. But what happens to Taguchi if this happens? Like, what, Like, I feel like he's always getting lost in the shuffle. He'll probably be a part of the Super Genius, but I, I have loved this Coach Taguchi type thing they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I, I really, I really dig it. Uh, that that last um, big ten man match they had, where they did the corner spot, yeah, and then uh, Lij wiped everybody out, and he thought they, he thought his teammates were behind them, but they weren't. <laughs> and then he ended up getting beaten down. Yeah, that was. I mean, that was funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. But I guess he'll just be like a comedic genius, even though he can be really taken seriously in the ring. I don't know. I. I I just want more from him, but there's so there's such a stacked uh, roster that not everyone can just rise to the top. Correct. Next up, we've got a three-way for the IWGP Tag Team titles, as we have the Gorillas of Destiny versus Tim Cozy versus War Machine. Well, this is a tough one. Um, you think so? I think I'm going to stick with War Machine. I think that they've kind of proven themselves worthy of holding that title a little bit longer. I am going to say no. I'm going to say the Gorillas of Destiny. I know, bold. But yes, I'm going with the Gorillas of Destiny. For some reason, I see Tanjay breaking out and being single soon. So that's the only reason why I kind of didn't. Because I, I know you talked about that on the last episode. I mean, I can see it, but what's he going to do in the singles picture? Where is he going to go? Oh, the summer is coming. The summer is coming, yes. There's there's places for him to shift to, but... but I don't know. I still I still see them as a tag team for now. Until... A lot more things are settled. I, I'm not going with War Machine on this one. And sadly, Tenkoji is, is out in the cold. Yeah, it's on this one they are. But I don't know. Nobody said them to win the belts when they won the first time. So That's true. They could surprise us again. Right. Um, match that I've been looking forward to for probably about a month and a half. Kenny Omega versus Ishii. Semi-main event. This is going to go at least 25 minutes, maybe 30. I am... I'm going to be... Waiting with bated breath, because this is going to be a hell of a match between these two. The power, the agility of both of these men is, is going to come into play. I, I don't even know. This is a tough one to call. You go first. I think Omega's going to win by a hair. I mean, he's going to pull it out, but it's not going to be easy. Well, no. No matter who wins, you know, they're they're going to be probably almost carted out the way this is this is going to end um i'm gonna go with kenny omega because you know he's like husband number five for me so i gotta support him kenny omega and i think we need more of the one winged angel i think this will be a showcase of you know what kenny can really do and ishii already got a win over kenny have kenny have the win set him up for future things that's why i think kenny all right. And then our main event for the IWGP title is the Enderboss. Bad Luck Ballet versus Okada. It's going to be Okada. 
but I think Fadley is going to surprise some folks, and he is going to put on a hell of a performance. No. I've had so many conversations about this off air. You no. Just don't understand. No, y'all y- 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 really just. <laughs> no, the answer is no. Yet, no. Okay, no. Bad Luck Valet is not going to surprise anybody. Okay, honey? No. Okada is going to get a decent match out of him? Decent. Is it going to be a slobber knocker? No. Is it going to be a spectacular event? No. And it's not going to be great. The only thing I'm looking forward to is five Rainmakers and the one, two, three. That's all I'm looking forward to. And Okada's robe, of course. And um, Ghetto's mind control of the android. I'll be looking for that this time. Just a minute. It's you. You've said yes to almost every other theory. The android theory is not, not crazy. I'm not really crazy. I didn't really catch it this, this last time that Okada wrestled with a big catch, but I'll be looking for that on this one. Well, that was Shibata. That was that was huge. I mean, maybe for this one you'll you'll catch it. But yes, he's an android, and he will win. He better win. So yes, yes, go out. Use your ten dollars wisely. Subscribe to New Japan World. Check out Wrestling Dantaku. It's going to be a fantastic card. That's right. There are no House of Horrors matches. There are no screaming authority figures. Just great wrestling, great characters. NewJapanWorld.com. All right, Melissa. Now, before we wrap up, let's do talk about the Young Lions Project that happened at the beginning of the month. Um, we had a debut, but first, let's, let's, let's uh, catch people up to what the Lionsgate Project actually is. It's a series of shows for young lions to gain experience. Um, this year, New Japan is working with All Japan, uh, the K-Dojo, and a couple of three other promotions. I know um, they used to work with Noah, but the relationship has kind of fizzled out, so Noah is no longer a part of it. But still, they had some pretty good young lions. Unfortunately, um, the show is pretty formulaic. It's just a showcase for the young lions, and they all take in. But um, Shota Umino, is that how you say it? Uh, Shota Umino. Omino, yeah, uh, a.k.a. Reshus, the referee's son. Yes. Made his actual debut in this particular um, series of uh, matches um, in this particular night. And it's yes. a pretty good match. Um, you know, Taka gave him a lot. He didn't just kill him like, a, like he could do a rookie. I mean, he actually had a couple of moves, and his offense looks pretty good. I, I agree. I mean, I like seeing Shiota and Taka was really good with him in terms of giving him a lot of um, places for offense. He really got some solid offense in. Um, I can see Shiota being versatile in terms of character. Like, I, I don't see like a natural baby face. I don't see one person who can be just a heel. I can see him doing both, which is good. I do think that he needs to find himself a little bit more in the ring, be a little bit more smooth. He forgot a couple of things, but that's fine. I mean, it's his debut match. Um, Red Shoes said, you know, as a wrestler, there are things he needs to work on. But as a father, he said, excuse me, I need to go to the restroom and cry because he was so proud. (laughs) Um, My man, Kawato, he did what Kawato does. Um, Showed off really good against Desperado. These are the two two people I enjoy watching wrestle, so I actually enjoyed this match a lot. Um, Desperado got the win with pedigree. Sorry, actually, he hit the pedigree, didn't give him a kill to Red and get the win. But um, Kawato doing his things. I, I agree, and I like El Desperado. I don't think um, El Desperado gets a lot of credit in terms of being part of Suzuki Gun. There's a lot of other characters that can overshadow him, but in wrestling, he's like 
Kawato is definitely grasping this, uh, you know, little engine that could character. He's very rootable. Potential to be, like, a huge face, like Daniel Bryan type face, I think. That people just want the little guy to win. Like, the nice guy who just wants to go far. Um, he spent most of uh, the match getting his legs worked on. Um, there was a, a long Boston Crab spot that he did on um, Desperado and really got the crowd into it. Ultimately, he lost, of course, but I still love seeing both in the ring. Right. Now, you're going to have to help me out with the names of the next two gentlemen that Jado and Ghetto face who are from all Japan. It was Yuma Oyagi and Kohi Iwamoto. Yeah, I like these guys. They're, they're young Kind of, you know, dynamic team. Um, Gato hits a stunner off the ropes, and then that led to Jado following up with the baby DDT. But they only got the near call. Jado then blocked the triple crossface, or excuse me, crossface for the submission. They got the victory. I like these two guys. Like I said, I, I thought they showed up pretty good. I think so, too. Um, both of them are from all Japan. I think they're a solid tag team. Um, I like the Yaki's um, standing drop kick. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see more from these two. I wasn't a fan of the match as a whole. I think Ghetto was in there just way too long. He's getting old, getting a little long in the tooth, and it's it's showing in the ring. It's showing in the ring, and it's I'm not liking it. If you're going to be in a match, fine, but you need to have someone else carry the weight for you because you're not a spring chicken anymore. But other than that, solid match. I want to see more from these, these two. Ayogi actually made me tweet out that, uh, that a very good drop kick is like still like one of the most effective moves a young wrestler can do and have in their arsenal. I agree, one hundred percent. You can do it out of nowhere, and it'll knock your opponent down. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, actually, this is going to be my favorite guy that we got to see on this side. We had, and it wasn't Yoshihashi in his week. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Toro Sugura? Su- yeah, Sugiura. Okay, yeah. He looks kind of like Yano, but like hella athletic. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, go ahead. No, I just, I, I was impressed. I really liked it. I really liked what he was doing, like his offense. And uh, I was just like, wow. And, you know, if Yano actually was serious and maybe like 15 years younger, this is what he would be like. I felt the same way he is a serious athletic yano um i like him a lot as well he's got a smooth style with a lot of power i want to see more i need to see more of him and his work he actively got the crowd involved and wild up and then would do like a spot outside the ring which would make people even more engrossed in the match and with his offense, it just seemed like he, he went toe-to-toe. It just seemed like it wasn't like this was a New Japan wrestler versus Young Lion or someone outside. It was like he belonged in the ring there. Like, this was outside of the Lionsgate project. And, you know, he showed up. It was a solid match. And, I mean, I hope I hope they, they do more with him. Right. Um, Yoshi gets away with the butterfly lock, which is one of my favorite submissions. I like to put it on, like, nephew and see that. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, Tenzan and Kojima versus Bayoto Yoshida and Dinosaurs Takuma. Yes. Yeah. Yes, on my syllables here. Kojima hits the Lariato on Dinosaur Takuma, and they get the win. Um, this match just kind of came and went for me. I wasn't impressed by either one of you guys, to be honest. Um, yeah, I could give or take them. I mean, Dinosaur Takuma is really a guy in a dinosaur suit. I mean, he's a comedic character. He had some comedic spots. Meh. Um, 
Tenkoji are in a bad mood because they lost the, the titles. But okay offense. Meh. Uh, it, it was what it was. Just on the match. But uh, yeah, I could take or give these guys. All right. And then the main event was Oka and Nagata versus Nakanishi and the KOB. Keep the mirror. The king of beef? Yes. The king of beef. That's right. The king of beef. Uh, the guy that I popped the dog's face in KOB, said it was broken up by Nakanishi. The guy that then followed up with the backdrop driver on the KOB, and Oka, and the guy that gets a fun match. Oka and, and, and the KOB got a lot of and again, the New Japan dads on the other team, so I really liked it. The, um, the, the power spot between Oka and Nakanishi was pretty cool. I agree. Um, I, I just, hold on for a second. I just, Okay, just had to mourn the loss. Of moving on, so um, I like saying, "Oak, are you laughing at at my tears?" The King of Beef lost. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry, I shouldn't be um, getting so. Wow, Don, that was wow. That was rude. I mean, she, it, was very it was. It was. It's my tears over this match. Anyway, I need to report. I like seeing Oka and the King of Beef go head-to-head. That better not be a chuckle, sir. Mm-hmm. And they're always goading each other. I see. Like, they're always just, you know, pushing each other back and forth. They chop each other back and forth as well. I want a feud be- between these two. I need a feud between these two powerhouses. They're, it's just two beasts just going at it. And I, and I love to see it. Um, it, was, it was an alright match. Um, here, there, um, they're young lions. They have a way to go, but I'm looking forward to seeing everybody grow. Just about, and I like the Lionsgate project because it really gives them their time to shine. All the work they do day in and day out for you know their senpais, and they they get some some shine and some spotlight and some recognition. Yes. Yeah, it's a very cool deal because it's not easy being a young lion in the Japan system going through the dojo and doing the training and, and having to wrestle the matches and then be the second south side of the ring and have to take a beating from Suzuki when he gets mad. When his matches, yeah, it is rough, man. So, I'm, I'm with you. I'm so glad to get a chance to showcase uh, some of their skills and get some longer matches than they normally would, just, you know, being in that within two matches that they normally were relegated to when they're learning their craft. Yes, and I think that New Japan actually has a very good class of young lions. Um, all of them bring something different to the table. Um, I hope we see Hanare back from injury soon. I liked him. And um, future is growing up well. I like it. Right, right. So is there... Uh, oh, yeah, we should uh, get the people over to New Japan uh, NJPW1972. Check out the trailer for the G1 as they release the little mini trailer that you guys can check out. Kind of get everybody hyped for the G1 coming on July 1st and July 2nd. So good. Yeah, it was, um, yeah it's been sold out. So now they got to kind of figure out what they want to do as far as broadcasting it here in America. If they're going to kind of link up with Access and do it live. And maybe have Jim Ross call it or if they're going to or what, what else or whatever they're going to do with Jim Contract. Jim Ross, excuse me, still in the contract since I think September with um access so um it's gonna be very interesting to kind of see what they do here in america with broadcasting those two particular shows they need to have it live and i think they should have mauro ranallo call the action 
because <clears throat> Jim Ross is now in contract with WWE. I, you know, he might he might be calling a couple New Japan things for access after a while, but I don't think it is the correct move for New Japan to do that. I think Mauro Ronaldo will really put in the excitement that needs to be, be comes to this type of stuff, especially in New Japan, to do it justice. I think Mauro is genuine about the product, genuinely excited about what goes on in the ring, and he will do his best to come with the research, come with his catchphrases, and bring the excitement to English audiences. They need that. Who's just going to drone on and on and on. I think Mauro is the man to do it. I think that, yes, that would be very ambitious of New Japan, but I think if it's not Jim Ross, just with the ties to access, which them already having the established station there, and he's kind of the voice, him and uh, Josh Matthews kind of the voice of that channel. That's the reason why I thought that they would kind of get first dibs, even though Jim Ross is, you know, kind of working in two two offices at one time right now. Mm-hmm. But um, my second uh, thing is that I, I think it would the backup would be Kevin Kelly and, and Cyrus because of their work that they've done flying halfway across the world <laughs> once a month to host these shows, and then you know, have a show they not get to host it. I don't think that would be cool for them. That's true. That is true. I did. I I completely forgot about that. Yeah, I think they then at that point, you know, courtesy wise, they should have absolutely first dibs on it. Yeah. So, um, gonna look out for that. But before we get there, we're gonna have like uh, I was saying, the best of the super James gonna be cranking up here soon. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to uh, really um, last year. I mean, the best, it was like a debate which was better: the best of the super James or the cruiserweight classic. I mean, it just does that's just the high quality of. The cruiserweights from around the world, especially guys that come in from CMLL, um, they come in and get a different flavor too. So, a lot of fun. It's it's going to be absolutely great. It's one of their best um, tournaments that they they come up with every year. And I'm just gonna briefly just rattle off the names of past winners, starting from 2013. Prince Devitt, a.k.a. Finn Balor. 2014 was Ricochet. 2015 was Kushida. 2016 was Will Ospreay. Think about that. That is the cream of the crop in the wrestling world. That's what you need to expect with the best of Super Juniors. I am thrilled, and I can't wait to see these matches. Right. Yeah, they're going to be fantastic. It does, it, it does not fail to deliver. Um, and because we do the show every two weeks, we'll be able to get through a whole bunch of the rounds and uh, you know talk about them and have a good time, a good length to talk about them. And if you get the network, they break them up so you can just watch those single matches and not really have to watch the lesser matches on the enemy shows when they put the shows out. So it really makes it uh, very easy to just isolate on the best of Super Junior tournament. So absolutely, New Japan makes it great for you. Yes, yeah, spend that nine ninety nine, folks. Spend that nine ninety nine. And if somehow you can't spend the nine ninety nine, every once in a while, check out the what we're watching hashtag as there will be links to. The bigger matches, not necessarily the whole shows, but isolated matches, uh, you will be able to find under the WrestleCat hashtag. WrestleCat, excuse me, Wrestle Twitter account under the hashtag what we're watching. Do you have a rant away this week, or you just want to give a straight shout out? Hmm, I mean, I've already given a little mini rave on the ticking time bomb, Takahashi. So I will share brains soak in everything. I mean, I've given you guys a lot to think about. I will come with a rave next week, or 
maybe just a theory on what New Japan needs to do to uh, have a foothold here in the United States. But that will be next time. Um, so my shout-outs will be to everyone who has listened to us, helped us grow as a as a, a podcast. It's been great. Um, anyone who's been on Twitter, cast a strong style is our hashtag. And you know what? I'm going to shout out one person that I don't think knows that this is happening. <laughs> what? No, excuse me. Why are you laughing? I'm really serious right now. Yeah, okay, good. I'm sorry. It's all right. No worries. I want to shout out Don because without him, this would not be anything. We would not have such a great show. He is the anchor to this. He is funny, witty, loves his wrestling almost as much as I do, acknowledges my genius, appreciates all of you. And you know what, Don? I appreciate well, it all. Yeah, thank you, my darling. I appreciate that. You caught me off guard. That's why I was laughing. I wasn't expecting the final shout out to be for me. I was totally off guard. So thank you. I appreciate this. You're welcome. And your check is, well, my check is in the mail, right? Yeah, exactly. That's right. My check is in the mail. Yeah. Today. Thank, thank you very much. No, but seriously, Don is the best. We love you, Don. Yay! Now, if you could just so, call the King of Beef the King of Beef, we'd be all square. The KOB is definitely growing on me. I'd like to give a shout-out to Mojo for those kind words. Um, thank you. Um, I just don't know what to say besides thank you. I appreciate all the people who listen to us and all the people who download and can rock with us. Um, it may not be for uh, 3 in the morning. It may have to be for 3 in the afternoon, but maybe we can hold off and get everybody on board. We can set up and do a live tweet for one of these weekend big shows that come out on the weekends. Um, I see that coming up in our future. So, um, continue to just listen. Support our sponsors at www.bsn.us. Click on the tab at the top of the page. And you'll see it to support our sponsors. Go buy your mom something for Mother's Day off of Amazon.com or buy our book. Um, you know, off to a um, drive home or on a trip this summer. Sponsors, go support them. Just like you guys support others for the podcast every week. And so for my co-host Mojo, I'm Don Delorente, and this has been episode four of Gas of Sunshine. Strong style. Strong style. Strong style.